Welcome to the Extra Point with Sully, Reyes, Jones, and Mr. Buns. Welcome back to the Extra Point. It is July. The 20th, it is a beautiful Friday. We are here. You're listening to us, tuning in. There's a lot of shit we're going to get to. Kawhi Leonard, Manny Machado, Brad Hand. We got a ton of stuff. It's going to be a great, great, great episode with some new segments. It's going to be packed, a lot of information. But as always, we're going to keep the laughs flowing, the energy going, and the good times rolling. Can I get an amen? Amen! Amen! <laughs> Beautiful. All right, so let's start it off with the Kawhi Leonard trade. The th- the Spurs have agreed to send Danny Green and Kawhi Leonard to good old Canada for DeMar DeRozan, Jacob Podol, and a protected 2019 first-round pick, which should fall since it's protected first to 20th. Guys, Coach Pop went nuclear, said, fuck that, we're not sending you to L.A., we're going to send you to fucking Canada as far as possible from L.A., go and land your bullshit with them. He gets DeRozan. I mean, this is a win for the Spurs. Am I right? Or am I wrong, guys? Yeah, I mean, I I think it's... Uh, from what they were faced with, uh, just the fact that they got any type of all-star in return is... I mean, I guess it's like classic Spurs front office. Um, but, who you know, obviously they're worse um, than they are with a healthy Kawhi because DeRozan's not the same player. But, you know... You're talking about the third or fourth best player in the league compared to the 15th or you know so player in the league. Um, yeah. So it's not that big of a drop off. Um, and uh, Demar's under control for another year. Um, still young. I think was he 27, 28, something like that. Um, so he's really still in the prime of his career. Um, you'll probably have him for another four to five years at least if he if he uh, enjoys his time there, which I imagine once he settles in, he will. Um, you know, uh, but then again, I was confused as why he was a person that wanted to live in Toronto um, when he could have lived anywhere else uh, a couple of years ago. But uh, so be it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't. You got to be ecstatic as a Spurs fan, uh, given what your other packages you were probably looking at. Um, giving up Danny Granger is, you know, Danny I guess. Green? It's, I mean, not Danny Granger, Danny Green. Um, yeah. <laughs> they kind of look alike, though. Uh, yeah. They, I mean, I guess it's part of the part of the deal. You got to do it to, you got to send out more talent than you thought you were going to. Um, but you know, I, I don't I don't get it from the Raptors' point of view. I mean, I I guess I guess they're just going all in and then blowing it up if it if it doesn't work. Um, they're probably looking at it from the point of view of we can't bring the same team out here with just a new coach. Um, so they were just trying to make a change and. But everyone, everyone all week has been talking about, oh, it's going to be, what about like Paul George? Like, yeah, okay, Paul George stayed one in literally a million. Like, it's never happened before in the history of the NBA. And, and all of a sudden now Paul George is uh, a standard to go off of, of getting players in this situation who clearly want to be somewhere else. And you're still going to trade for them. Um, so I, I really don't get it from the, from the Raptors angle, I don't think the Paul George argument is in any way justifiable. Um, 
so we'll see. But I mean, I, I was in the I was in the fan of or the fanhood of them blowing it up regardless. So if they can get a swing and a miss and a lottery's chance at Kawhi, then I guess that's a better move than automatically blowing it up. Um, it's just delaying it a year, and who knows? Maybe you know if Kawhi comes out and plays and he's 100% Kawhi, they, it's not impossible to say they could win the East. Exactly, so. and I I agree with you on that because. We we all spoke about it. We said it on this podcast. We wanted. I mean, they needed to make changes in Toronto every single year, getting to the to the conference finals, or making it that far and never getting over the hump. I know LeBron left the East, so that was a huge move for them. And now adding Kawhi, this could be what puts them over. I mean, I know you got the Celtics in the East as well, but it was a good move. It was a it was smart. If Kawhi ends up playing, if he's not. A word I don't want to say right now. They could make some noise. <laughs> it was. It's a ball. Uh, yeah, but they, they it, even if Kawhi doesn't stay, they still now don't have to worry about re-signing DeRozan if they wanted to. And now they have. If Kawhi doesn't stay, they have room for a max contract. No one wants the, to go to Toronto. The only guy that wanted to go to Toronto, of, they just traded those, to San Antonio. Yeah, well, well, but out of all those guys, you don't think a Jimmy Butler would want to go play in Toronto if they make it to the finals this year? No. Really? I legitimately I, don't I, think there is a single star in the league outside of a Canadian-born player, maybe an Andrew Wiggins, that would want to go to Toronto. Not one. Well, well, you got to figure how much worse is Toronto than Minnesota for Jimmy Butler's exactly. sake. Yeah, I guess that's where like um, it's a different that's it's a different it's a different country. Yeah, and that's like a that's a thing. You know, I've been to Toronto, I've been to Canada, I, like I it's noticeably know, a different yeah, country. Who knows the amount of nationalism, American pride all these guys have. Me some of them maybe hate it or you know, or like, you know, are bitching about how shitty it is there. Maybe some would be I, I agree most don't want to go there, but here's the thing in regards to I think it was definitely risky and something they had to do. I just wish they didn't get rid of Dwayne Casey because I think Dwayne Casey, Kawhi Leonard, I think this would be a really good. He, he improved them every single fit. year. I agree. Improved he improved every them. single year and got fired because of uh, LeBron, obviously. But here's the thing is uh, why did Kawhi want to go to L.A. in the first place? I mean, it's not for the market. I mean, the guy the guy doesn't know even know how to speak home. barely. Yeah, he's from there. Oh, yeah, he's from home. But, yeah, but. But in regards to it being the furthest thing from there, like I could see a guy like Kawhi, his personality being fine in a place like Toronto. Agreed, I could, agreed. I could see him like if anyone's going to be okay with Toronto and snow and just whatever, it's someone like him that doesn't have a big personality that doesn't doesn't really yeah. And it's obviously hilarious that they sent him out of the country in the furthest thing because <laughs> Kawhi's been being, being a big bitch about this whole thing. First, now I want to go to the Lakers. No, I want to go to the Lakers because LeBron's there. Who knows if he wants to go to the Lakers now because LeBron's there. Apparently, he doesn't want to go now. So, he wants his cake and eat it, too. I think they could be the second or third best team in the East if if, if, if Kawhi's healthy. And they could definitely give the Sixers or uh, or the Celtics a run for their money. Uh, just to add something real quick. Uh, Dave. I have to say, Minnesota is basically Canada from what I hear, though. Like, they're pre- the the uh, yeah. I mean, I think similar. it might even be. I think it might even be more north than than Toronto. Yeah, Toronto, yeah. So I mean, just just like an eye test, can't rule. I, I mean, I don't know. Does Jimmy Butler hate Minnesota? Or does he hate playing with Cat? I, I, it seems more like he hates more Carl Anthony than anything, though. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't think uh, there's a zero percent chance Jimmy Butler returns to Minnesota. Um, oh, for sure, yeah. Where yeah. he goes is anything. I think I think Minnesota's on the verge of being blown up too, because I bet the hot parts to Jimmy, not Cat. Yeah, I, think they'll, trade, I think they'll trade Wiggins too. I think they'll trade Wiggins too, and then if they if they're that that far down the road, you got to figure they're gonna get rid of uh, Teague as well. Wig, yeah, I mean, I think if I was them, and rebuild back around Cat. Yeah, yeah, which is fine. It, but it I think another. It sucks to say, but I think they need to get rid of Thibodeau too, though. I don't know. How well, they're much. not. They're not. They're not. I'm playing. slowly becoming less and less of a fan of Thibodeau. It's, hey, yeah, I, I mean, it's just like he seems too like old school and traditional. Yeah, like they have exactly. athletes, they have exactly. athletes, they have guys that can run, big men that can run, and they're not using them. They're I think they're one of the slowest paced teams last year. They're using half court. You got Andrew Wiggins, Jimmy Butler, Carl Anthony Towns. You should be running. Like I don't care if you want to be def- if you want to play good defense, score the basket in transition, and then and then lock up and play defense. Like I I don't understand why they're not. Defending, and then another part of the uh, a little bit off topic, but two underrated parts of this deal, I think, is Danny Green and Yak and Yaka Pertle. I think because Danny Green is a really is become a really good defender and shooter. He makes them a lot better at the shoot. Uh, uh, you know, from I three mean, point right. land, he's very good. Yeah, yeah, he's very and he's a very good defender too. So he is a free agent after this year, but he's going to help them a lot. Like the Kawhi, like Kawhi obviously helps them a little more than DeRozan, and then and then Danny Green helps them out a lot too. Gives them another. Shooter, they could be really dangerous. And they were already the Spurs, one of the best shooting teams. Yeah, and then if you're the Spurs, and DeRozan wasn't a good three-point shooter, improved, but not. And then if you're the Spurs, Jakob Pertl's a very underrated player who I think could learn a lot from a guy like Pau Gasol and could be really good in the pick-and-roll and fits the San Antonio system extremely well. And it wouldn't wouldn't shock me at all if he developed into a 12-9, and 12-8 and eight player you know, for the future, a very solid role player at minimum. You know, so I, I think those are two guys that are, you know, they're maybe looked at as throw-ins, but they're very good players that could help their respective teams. Absolutely. All right. <laughs> next thing. Yeah, I mean, I thought. Um, <laughs> next thing. Brand new segment that I want to introduce right now. First time. It's called Defend That Wall. So. And in tales of, I have six topics. You're going to choose at random. They're labeled A through G. You pick, one of you gets one each. You got a minute and 30 seconds to defend that wall. The topics might be some shit you don't like. Some shit you don't want to defend. But guess what? You got to defend that fucking wall. I hope it's something I can speak on. It's awesome. Oh my God. If it it has to have enough knowledge on all these topics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Oh, you're just. I'm saying, not gonna pick like. All right, let's do this. <laughs> I'm not gonna let's pick go. like which team is like, the best Mexican league team this year in baseball. <laughs> right. I bet Mexican league baseball. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for this. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> all right. I'm ready. Let's I'm ready. I want that wall. Tom, you're gonna lead it off. You gotta get a minute and thirty right. seconds. A through G. Pick the first one right now. Which one do you want? B, for buns. Fuck! Damn it, Tom! You you got one Let's that's go. good for you. You got one that is good for you, Tom. Fuck you. Alright, Tom. A minute and 30 seconds. Why will the Red Sox win the World Series? Oh, word? Okay. <laughs> Alright, I'll give you fucking... I'll give you one second. Wait. Right now. Wait. 
Wait, I'm gonna tell you when to go. You ready? Yes. Ready? Go. All right, I'll give you number one reason. Chris Sale ain't gonna teeter out by the end of the year. They're limiting his innings. He is killing it in every outing he has. I mean, gave up a hit first tap out of the All Star game, but it's fucking All Star game. Fuck that shit. But anyways, other than that, he's killing it. Um, we got Jay top five in uh in batting average, top five in hits. I'm pretty sure. You got Mookie Betts, who's most like the front runner for MVP. It looks like right now, probably the the most one of the most talked about guys. You got. Other young talent, you got Xander Bogarts over there. He's been picking it up lately. He hit that walk-off grand slam on Saturday that Sully surprised me with. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously their downfall is David Price. So if we can't figure that out before the postseason comes, that's the only real hole in this that I see. But, I mean, it's a young, exciting team. I think they stand a real chance at it. They just got to make sure they win the division. Because that will give them the best chance. Because if they don't win the division, having to play a one-game playoff against possibly the Mariners, or if the Mariners pull something off and playing against the Astros in a one-game playoff, like that's not a position you want to fucking be in. So I feel like it has to have been a minute and a half. <laughs> you got 10 seconds left. Any final words? 10 seconds. Uh, yeah, go socks. <laughs> All right. Did you successfully defend that wall, Dave? Oh Sully, God. what do we think? Did he defend that wall? Did he convince us? I don't know, Tom. You didn't convince me. I couldn't think of anything to say, man. I was so <laughs> taken back by that. I, I think you could have that talked was... about more of the starting pitching. Yeah, All right, definitely. Tom. All right, Tom. Second I, I, I... up, the person who looks cool as a cucumber right now, Jones. B is out the picture. So you got A and then C through G. D. Ha ha. Sure. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. There's going to yes. be something about LeBron. I know it. It is not going to be. I. It, you were very fucking close to it, though. Very close. All right. Jones, you have to justify Kawhi Leonard, if he sits out, you have to justify his right to sit out the entire year in Toronto. <laughs> you got a minute oh, and 30 actually, seconds. Yo, I actually got this. I got this. Oh, here all we right. go. So Jones, in fives. All right. You ready? Yeah. You ready? All right. Go. All right. This is this is pretty simple. This is just the new wave of the NBA, and he's learning how to play the game five steps ahead of everybody else. He's Right now, he's being the little bar ball of the NBA on the player's side. This he's the first guy superstar this this quality to be able to actually force his way to a team in every sense of the word. All he has to do is he, if he really what we know is that he really wants to go to L.A. and really wants to be there like no matter what. All he's got to do is go to Toronto, even play in this USA basketball thing. Go to Toronto. He can sit out a year. He said he doesn't care about the money. If you want to if you're willing to eat that check, then sit out a year. You're, the Lakers aren't going to get all of a sudden not want you. So you work out or do whatever you want sure you don't get hurt more and you go and play at your dream organization for the rest of your career or however long it may be but you have officially found out a way and been the first person to force his way to a team no matter what he's figured out he's got he got his way out of san antonio it wasn't to la at first but he had to figure he was going to have to make a pit stop at some point. Um, plus, you you go now go to L.A. as a free agent, and you don't lose those young assets that would have gone. And now, when you get there, could be valuable bench pieces. 
I think it's just Kawhi, Kawhi playing chess while everyone else is playing checkers. All right. That was a salient, very... I'll take it. I'll take yeah, it. I th- yeah, oh. exactly. I'll take that. That was salient. That was solid. That was cool, collected. I think you defended that one pretty well. more of an impressive showing than me. <laughs> <laughs> defend- hey, Tom. It was a, you know, you were the lead-off hitter to a new game. We all have you hit me troubles. with those nerves, man. Yeah, you were the beat. So. I'm a cleanup guy. I'm a cleanup guy. I'm not a leadoff Sully. guy. I know, my I know you're right. chomping at the bit, Sully. You're chomping at the bit right I'm chomping, now. I'm chomping. All right. All right. All right. Uh, I'll take I'll take uh, E because my group were the mores E at camp. So I'm taking E from my boys at camp. <laughs> Yo, Sully, uh, what I'm about to get you with, you're about to be so happy. Let's uh, go. Sully, Sully, Sully. Sully, you have to defend the fact that Le- Le- Kawhi Leonard is a fucking asshole for the way he's handled everything that he has done. Are you ready to defend that wall, Sully? Are you oh, ready, ready to defend that wall? I'm All right. Ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Go. Kawhi Leonard is a fucking asshole because he's not just doing what he's supposed to do, which is play basketball. I mean, you have guys like Tony Parker, someone who never is vocal, come out and say that his injury was a hundred times worse. A guy that never really speaks up is really, and your teammate at the time going to say his was a hundred times worse than yours. I mean, it's really just pathetic to me that he can't, he can't just play basketball. I mean, he's, he's healthy. He can play now. He can play now because it's USA. He can play. I mean, it's just so, it's so bushly to me that he's just sitting out and, I'm pretty sure he's fine, honestly. I think, I think as Jones said, he just wants to get his way and he wants to go to LA. But here's the thing: if he, if he was, if he was really injured, why would they say that he was clear, not medically cleared by the by the, his team? And it's just so annoying to me that first he's saying he wants to go to the Lakers, and then and then and now once LeBron's going, he was a little second guessing himself. Now he's saying. Only Philly's the other team. So now it went from L.A. to Philly. I'm sorry, Kawhi. You don't have you don't have uh, the lo- the long respect in this league of having so many great years. He had one or two great seasons. A lockdown defender. Great play. Ten seconds left. Yep. Yep. Seven. Yeah. He, six. He was a. That was not pretty good. Right, but, um, <laughs> but he hasn't been a great player for as long as he's really thinks he has. He doesn't have ding, the ability ding, ding, to ding, you are done, Sully. That you really are done. A that was a minute thirty, bro. That was that a minute. Yeah, <laughs> that was a minute thirty. You defended that wall. The delivery at times was a little shaky, but you defended that wall. You made some points. You made <laughs> salient points. Guys, how do you like the new segment? I think it was a, a, a riveting success. Next week, what we'll do is you guys could pick my subject, and I'll join in and defend that fucking wall. I, I like it. I like it. Yeah, that was a good one. I like that. It was awesome, exciting. Awesome. Keep right. you on your toes. Exactly. Keeps you on your toes. You got to talk shit you might not want to. All right, so let's get right into it. NBA. We saw the power. I mean, sending Kawhi to the Eastern Conference. LeBron leaving. That was a huge power shift. Let's get right into it. What are the top five teams ranked these guys? One to five. Who Who's who's the best? Who's, who's number five? You know what I'm saying? Sully, who's your number one right now? My number one, it's got to be the Celtics, although I don't like to say it. It's got to be the Celtics. Um, They're just getting a lot of horses back. They're getting Kyrie back. They're getting Hayward back. Got to figure 
they'll be number one. Number two, I'm going to have to go with uh, the Sixers. Um, and I go with the Sixers because they got a lot of young players that are going to get better. I think Ben Simmons. You're telling me Ben Simmons is going to practice his shooting? Like, really? Bro, you're going to tell me he's not going to? should be practicing shooting threes yes. every so single I, day. I'm, I'm going to say that he'll, he will be uh, have an acceptable shot. Uh, he will be acceptable. Uh, so before, I would have the Raptors yeah. as two if I knew Kawhi would be fully healthy, but he's a bitch, and he's not. <laughs> we don't know if he's playing. So before, then I'm gonna have I'm gonna have the Raptors at three, and they have the ability to go at two just because of Danny. They're they're always a top three or four team. They had Danny Green and and Kawhi. They're much better on paper this year, and I think can win the East. For my fourth team, before, before you get to four, wait before you get to four. Uh, does anybody else have a different top three? Any in any other regard, Tom Jones. Uh, I do. Uh, I, I do switching What's switching rap, uh, Raptors at two. Okay, and why? Just yeah. I mean, what the hell? No, the same thing happened to me. I got kicked out too. He definitely didn't do that. Yeah, I think I, I, I think I think I pressed uh, end by accident. Oh, <laughs> uh, he did do it. Classic. Um. Oh, they're they're just they're better on paper. I think they needed to make a, a change uh, culturally and uh, roster wise. Um, I'm assuming Kawhi is going to be healthy and eventually play. Um, okay. I, I think he'll he'll play all of the season. Uh, hopefully, 82 games. But you know, you got to figure at least 75. Um, and I just I, I think they're a much more complete team than the Sixers. Uh, gotcha. If you have Kawhi and Danny Green both healthy and added to that roster. Excellent. Four, Sully. Who's four? Uh, I'm going to go with the Indiana Pacers. Um, they were fifth last year. I really like the Carlson addition. Um, I think he'll get some good minutes. I mean, not hot Carlson. They have Carlson. Ho- Holiday. Uh, yep. Hol- they drafted Holiday 21st overall. I think he's going to be a great backup to Carlson. Uh, another year of development for Miles Turner. Victor Oladipo, who's getting in the gym two or three hours after. I love him. Um you know, I really think they lost Lance Stevens. They, you know, that's not really going to affect them. I think they're the fourth team, and they're a, really, a young, exciting, ascending team. And then fifth, actually, is probably an unpopular pick. Um, a lot of people probably like someone like the Bucks here, but I'm sick of the Bucks. I'm sick about hearing that they're going to be good. They're just not very good, even though I like them adding Dante DiVincenzo. I'm going to say the Washington Wizards are fifth. Wow. And I man, really we think— We put the same one. I really think Dwight Howard does help them. And, you know, he had like, what was it, 17 and 12 and a half, something like that, 16.6 points, 12 and a half boards. But, I mean, just think about the John Wall to Dwight Howard uh, alley-oop combo. I know he's not the same player he once was, but, uh, I mean, you know, he can definitely throw it down still, and he can rebound. He can give so many second possessions for, you know, offense of the offensive class to Beal and Wall when they're shooting. And, you know, they shoot a lot, so they're not going to make all their shots. They're guards me you know the low 40s but he'll clean up a lot of the glass get easy baskets for them Otto porter jr another year of development kelly Oubre made great strides this year i looked for him to continue that as well i really like those two young players um and i I think they can make some noise i think dwight really does make a difference and i can't believe i'm saying that but and john wall i think he'll be healthy so Interesting, Jones. What's your four or five? Is it different? Is the same? Uh, I also I also have Indiana at four, but at five I I am gonna go with Milwaukee, just because they are in a make or break year. They've had three underwhelming years, and 
to be honest, if if they don't finish in the top four or five this year and win at least one playoff series, they got to blow that up. Not talking about trading Jonas, but oh yeah, they cannot. Yeah, Middle, Middleton's gone, and any anyone on that team besides Giannis and maybe Dante DiVincenzo because they just drafted him should be available for trade. They should look to move as much as they can because it's not working. Um, they've had plenty of opportunities, and the worst place to be in the NBA is in the middle, and that's where they've been for three years when they've, you know, should have been in the top two or three spots in the East. Um, so I think out of pure live or die attitude, this Milwaukee team. Uh, who now has Budenholzer, who's a great coach. Um, I think he'll help them out a lot. Uh, I think they get they, they get in there to the four or five seed and win one playoff series and, and kind of build on that. Because if they don't, there's going to be a lot of changes. And if there aren't a lot of changes, they're going to they're gonna be in that ground for a long time. Interesting. And side note before we get to Tom, last not least, I kind of hate Budenholzer because every single day I check Twitter – I see his fucking name. Like, I don't know. Did Schefter have him on a podcast or some shit? Because every day is like a new tidbit on Coach Pop. Little mini rant. Tom, last but not least, who is your top five? Uh, I had the same as Sully. And, um, you know, I wasn't really thinking it, but he kind of sold me on it. I was agreeing with Dave originally coming into this. But Sully sold me on the Wizards. You know, I kind of thought about them as a team that was going to be pretty much the same as this year and i forgot that they added dwight howard and i mean when it comes down to it the guy was a multi-time defensive player of the year he can rebound like crazy like sully said he can give you yeah so was joe kim noah yeah yeah but i mean dwight howard wasn't putting up no 17 and 12 last year though (laughs) that's true hey 17 fucking hamburgers (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I agree with Sully. I think that's a solid five. I think the uh, it definitely got a lot more uh, competitive, though, adding Kawhi. I think that changes things for the Raptors if he plays. I think that's going to really spice things up. Yeah, I mean, that that trade could put the Raptors anywhere from one to five, realistically. Oh, absolutely. If he doesn't play, oh, they're like five, six, seven seed maybe if he does play. even if, But even if he does play, I'd say it doesn't work. It's just not a fit, you know? They could... It's, oh, is it insane that they only win, you know, 47, 48 games? No. I oh, think they'd win more than that. I think they're more because they're a great regular season team and they're adding Danny Green, which makes that's them the only better offensive true. team and three-point shooting team. So that's uh, and them being such a regular season team is is why I kind of gave them the nod over the Sixers. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and the Sixers still – what were they last year? Were they a four seed? Uh, three by like a half a game or three, by oh, yeah, one three, one right. game. Yeah, and Cleveland, Tom, Cleveland will yeah. be 11th or 12th. Yeah, probably yeah. 11th or so, 12th. Tom, you made a very interesting point. It does spice things up, but something else that's spicy is barbecue in a great barbecue town in San Antonio. Speaking of San Antonio, does, it? <laughs> does do the Spurs <laughs> make any noise with DeMar DeRozan with that addition and, and portal, like uh, the two players that they received? Do they make any noise? I know Coach Pop... He's notorious. He's he's a fantastic coach. He's notorious for making good players even better. Can they surprise anyone this year? I mean, it's a foregone conclusion. The Warriors are gonna fucking win that shit. But can can the Spurs fall from second to fourth seed? Can they be in that group? Absolutely. I think I was talking about this the other day. Like the Spurs basically just signed Demar Derozan as a free agent. Kawhi didn't play last year. He played nine games. Or count that as zero. 
and like because he only averaged 16 a game when he was playing. But they they just added Demar Derozan to a team that won 47 games and was what uh, two games out of the third spot in the Western Conference. Um, so they get a couple of bounces. You figure adding Demar Derozan is more than two games on your win share. So I'm I'm you right lost, there. With- Tony. Tony Parker and you lost Danny Green. I'm I'm not right. I'm not I'm, I'm not point. yeah I'm not agreeing that Demar Derozan and uh, is and Jacob Podol is less effect than the loss of Green and Parker. Also, the point is another year another year older though. for a lot of guys. Uh, Gasol Who another though? year older. They're, I mean uh, Gasol yeah, but I don't think anyone else is really affected by age. I mean yeah, but maybe you still have Marcus too. Yeah, so I mean like the the Spurs. The point is the Spurs were what they were last year without the addition of another star. Oh, and they yeah, just I, did that. So and, uh, to to say that yeah. they, they don't have it and being only two games out of the third spot. Like yeah they finished seventh but three to set three to eight was the same thing last year in the Western Conference. So um I, I think there's a very real chance the the Spurs could end up as high as the second or third best team in the West. And if even, they were you know yeah. if they return to form and pop is normal pop like there's yeah. You could make that argument. They could be the second best team. And even even with the Parker departure, I don't think is is at I, honestly the most I could see that that they lose is, is leadership because everything I've heard from last year because Parker was he was out like the first what month or two. Everything yeah, I heard from like- last year, Pop Pop really it's just the transition to Dejounte Murray being his starting point guard was basically last year. I think. Everything says that Pop wanted Murray anyways this year over Parker. So oh yeah, I don't, he was yeah. talking about Murray big time in the yeah, in his like, press conference yeah, exactly. The day. That's like the thing, I, I just don't, I just don't like Dejounte Murray uh, other than defensively. I just I don't I don't he's see it. He's incredibly streaky. That's what it is. He's a very streaky offensive player. That I will agree with you. With they, he's just there defensively, he could dish it, but offensively there is much to be desired. He is not. He's no Tony Parker. That that's. That's, yeah, I, mean, I, I definitely agree. L- Lonnie Walker is going to be very good for them this year, but well, that's another thing. He, I that's mean, a, he, he is a. I mean, I I don't see them being a second seed. I think that's that's. I think Jones is smoking something over there. Possibility <laughs> of a second seed. I don't. I don't see that. I see four maybe ish. I mean, I think the Thunder will be better. Um, I think the Jazz will be better. Um, the Rockets are still. I mean, I'm going to assume they're going to sign Cl- Capella. Don't if they sleep do this. on Denver. They're gonna st- and Denver's another team. Even though the Timberwolves, Timberwolves are another team. They did if they keep Jimmy for the year, they st- and uh, which is possible. They, I mean, they still missed him for what thirty games, and they still, and they still won what one last game or the same amount of games as the Spurs, and they, you know, so they did happen also a significant injury as well. Um, yeah, they they had no the same amount of wins as them, and then New Orleans. I mean, New Orleans, I guess, will fall off a little bit because they lost Rondo. But actually, who did who did New Orleans add? That was really who did they um, add? Randall. PG. Randall added Jeremy Randall. Brand, yeah. They 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 could be. There's another. There's just too much uncertainty for me to think that they're gonna. They they have a chance to be the two seed. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I I, I would oh, say. Oh, and Alfred Payton, Julius Randall. Yeah, Alfred Payton was a good signing as well. I don't know. I'm I'm still put the Rockets at two. I'd still put the Rockets at two, and them fighting for third or fourth ish. And then who knows? I mean, I'm 
not a Thunder fan, but maybe another year helps them. Maybe Schroeder helps them a little bit. Who knows? I mean, you know, you don't believe that. <laughs> not a fan of the Thunder, but they're still, what what seed for the Thunder last year? They were still a four seed, so. I yeah. think not having uh, Carmelo. Yeah, they're a four seed. They won one game more than the Spurs. What do you say, Tom? Yeah. I think not having Carmelo in just is going to help the Thunder. I would I think that's as well. I, j- I mean, he like just that's... wasn't. He's a shot maker who wasn't making shots and doesn't do particularly anything else. So, uh, yeah. I, now I, you're down to you're down to two isolation players. <laughs> yeah. You're down to two two isolation yeah, players so rather I, than three. So, you know, that helps a little. Oh, and then and then who, who knows? Who knows? Maybe the Lakers make another. Who knows with the Lakers? Maybe they have a great year. I mean, you know, I mean, they could with be a three seed. Their new lineup. They could. They yeah. could be a three. The Lakers could be a three seed or something up there. You know. I mean, I think that's perfectly reasonable. I would expect the Lakers to be a, at worst a four yeah. or five seed. You know. You yeah, know what so I, I really mean, fucking hate. Yeah, those. I mean, I think the they'll be. They'll be. There'll be three, four, or five Lakers. Yeah, I mean, if you if you had to tell me who will have the better regular season record, the Lakers or the Spurs, I'm going to take the Lakers. I'd take the Lakers. I probably would, too, if I had to put money on it, but I'm not saying I, – I just don't think it's out of the realm of possibility to consider that these well, Spurs teams right. could yeah, win. Out of the realm of po- – I'm sure it's possible, but it's, it's not – I think we're looking at the Spurs probably – I'd say there'll probably be a four seed. If I had to bet, if I had to bet on it, I'd probably say four. I mean, it, I mean, who knows? It could be really tight, like it was last year. Could be really tight, and it could be I, half a I game moves it to spots. Yeah. You know so. what I expect? To, what I, what is a, a huge disaster waiting to happen? LeBron's on the Lakers now, and I'm all for players having fun and shit. You know, some camaraderie. But the Kyle Kuzma like roasting his teammates, shit, like that bit, especially now with all eyes on LA. Like before, they were just a young fun team now if they don't make it far they get eliminated early all that shit watch he's gonna come under fire on all that shit ball and kuzma oh they're all joking and joking posting this shit posting that shit oh but they didn't show up in this playoff series that's just a disaster waiting to happen i've been thinking about that for since lebron went there i don't know just a random thought um lebron's gonna check that shit real quick when he gets there. he's gonna walk into the locker room let him know this stuff, this girly shit, this stupid child shit on social yeah. media, you leave that to me and me only. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Like, that whole, the whole diss track shit, like, I, I thought that was so fucking stupid. Like, LeBron's gonna be like, if anybody's posting fucking dramatic statuses here, it's me. Let yeah. that shit be Nobody down. else. That's, yeah. And if you got a good joke, that was great. text it to me so I can tweet it. Shit, man. <laughs> I got a good joke. The the Oklahoma City Thunder traded Carmelo Anthony to the Hawks for Dennis Schroeder, a first-round pick, and fuck, one more person. Can't think of the person off the top of my head. But that's a great fucking joke because the Hawks are buying him out for 29 mil. This guy it just keeps raking in the dough. What do we think yeah. about this trade? Wait. I mean, how do they? how can the Hawks just eat that? Because they don't they're have not, anyone under contract, barely, right? Yeah, don't they? It, it, true. they almost, like, needed it. They were just above the salary floor. Yeah, because uh, who do they have that makes money? It's like, other than other than Schroeder yeah, before, true. it's like, they got guys like Torian Prince. Miles Plumley. Yeah, like, they're really eating up a lot of, even if they're bad contracts, they're really eating up nothing. By the way. Yeah, really, since. 
No, I mean, it was a good move for Atlanta. They, plus, they picked up that second-round pick. They got out of the Schroeder contract, which is not a great deal. Um, you know, the, the problem with Atlanta is it's like a it's a major city, but it's like a really unattractive sports market. It not is. a lot of people want to go it's play there. It's, exactly, and it's and it's not known for it's known for not only not known as a good sports town, it's known as a bad sports town. Um, even within like the the media and journalism field, they they talk about it all the time about how how poor of a sports city Atlanta is, which is like insane because they've they've had mild success, especially in baseball. Um, yeah. But right. what do you think about by trading Melo, the Thunder get the salary and luxury tax savings per Woj is nearly a hundred million in savings. Yeah, I mean that's like you know there's your small market team effect like. This is what the, the this CBA was supposed to protect these small market teams, and here you go to be able to not sp- save a hundred million. They're they're making this move, um, you know. I get I get it that you know they're over the cap, so they they wouldn't necessarily be able to sign a big name free agent if they were to just let Melo walk. So I guess I understand there there just must have been way less options on the table than we had originally thought. Because to take back a, a contract like Schroeder's, which is another three years of like way overpaid for what How he brings to the it? table, it's fifteen and a half million flat for the yep. next five or next three years. Eh, well, it's not as awful as I think you think it is, because fifteen mil today. It's I mean, true. It's, not- it's true. It's a. It's a. That's an old CBA contract. Yeah. So it's um, not. A, but but for a backup point guard though, that for the role though, that is way overpriced yeah, for the of role. Of course. So I guess I guess Oklahoma City's thinking was at least he's young. I think he's 24, 25. Um, at, at worst, we have a great backup point guard. Mm-hmm. At at best, we can flip him for more assets exactly. in the future. So because exactly. even if it's a sign and trade, because th- they wouldn't have had the money to go after anyone significant next year so maybe you you sign you, you package schroeder with a, a pick or something and you get a, a, a close to a star or a lower level star uh to pair with, who can play off the ball a good defender to kind of pair with with pg and russ um that had to be their thinking because i don't know you know other than saving money it doesn't really make sense um so i mean you know it is what it is this uh, I, I tend to trust Presti, so. I mean, he, he missed 15 yeah. games last year, Schroeder, but he he had career highs in points scored. His field goal percentage wasn't as good as previous years. It was only 43%. But he showed that he could, you know, score some points. He can and score. And his assists I mean, are always Yeah, He can drive. He's he, he can quick. drive. He is so fucking He's quick. very quick. He's just defensively, he's a liability. You know, he's not, he's, and people can beat him off the dribble. They can, guards easily post him up because he's very frail, to be honest. Yeah. You got to be a smart player to be a smart defender. And speaking of smart, the Celtics are working on a four to five year extension on Marcus Smart, ranging in the 40 to $50 million. Tom, That's locked and loaded. Four years, 52. Signed. 452. Wow. Tom, you are a resident Celtic. You're muted as well. So please unmute yourself. Yeah. I know, yeah. I was, I was saying exactly what Dave said. I say they signed, they signed it. But I, uh, I don't, I don't hate it. I don't hate. It. I really like Marcus Smart. He holds a lot of value defensively. I mean, he's kind of a liability on offense, but what he brings to the table defensively. Don't know if it's necessarily worth that much, but they were, they were going to lose him, and I think Danny 
like I said, I don't really doubt what he does. So I think he knows what he's doing here. I think it's a little high, high price, but I don't, I, I don't hate having Marcus Smart around. I love having him on the team. That's bottom see, line. I love having. See him on the my. Team. Re- m- m- my rea- it's interesting because my first reaction when I saw the deal was, oh, wow, they actually they got a good deal. They got, a, they got him for that little. I thought yeah. he was going to get 14 to 17 from Wait, someone. What was it? Was it it's four it's like years? 11, it's yeah, it's exactly. 11, 11, 10 and a half, 11 million a year. Or no, sorry, right. yeah, 12, 12, 13 million a year. Right. Sa- yeah, from the way he was 13. talking, it sounded like he wanted 15 minimum. So I don't yeah. think it was a bad deal either. I think it was a solid deal for you and – yeah, offensively, I don't know why he ever touches or shoots. Why he ever? No, he's a passer. I don't know why he ever shoots the ball. <laughs> yeah, I wish but, I had as much confidence as Marcus as Smart he does, looks. Right? Like, like, dude, when he's shooting that ball, he thinks he's Steph Curry. Like, if you yeah. look at his face, he thinks he is not. He's like nodding his head and he's like nodding his head and hits the back iron. Like, yeah, he's like yeah. he's fucking he's fucking Jr. Smith who can't shoot. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. Yeah, luckily, he's uh, surrounded so, by great three-point shooters. He's so important to the culture of the team, though. Like he is the culture, really. Like, yeah. He, that's yeah, the exactly. thing. Like he's a hard-nosed defensive guy. He goes in. He makes shit happen on defense. Yeah, I don't know anyone who embodies what fucking... Stevens wants to do more than him. Just def- like rebound, defend, share the ball. I don't know anyone who's better for the team. Not the best player, but better for the team than that than than Marcus Smart. I mean, if they lost him, they would have gotten worse. Agreed. But all this, Absolutely. all this being all this considered, the, he's not going to be on the Celtics by the end of this contract. He will be traded. That's why I think it was such a valuable move to get him in at that twelve, thirteen, fourteen million number because you remain, you keep his contract in a tradable range, exactly. especially right. in this new CBA, um, because. As great as Marcus Smart is at what he does and as as much as he's loved by the fan base, it is not realistic that you are going to keep him over these other star players that are going to need to be paid in the next two years. So this is – while this is great, he's here for now, he's here for now. It's it's far from permanent. Um, But that's part of the reason I liked it so much for the Celtics. It it maintained their flexibility on a player who – is really a dying breed, but not not someone that should be a dying breed. Um, there's less and less players like him, but the NBA teams, successful NBA teams, usually need a player like him. Um, so he, he'll always retain some type of value. Uh, so I, I re- and for not an insane price, you know, you don't have that like the Kent Bazemore fucking role player making 18 million a year. Like it's it's a it's a very manageable contract. He's still in his prime, and I think it was a great move for the Celtics to be able to maintain that flexibility. But he is—he is here for a period. He's renting. He's not buying. Gotcha. Before we move on, Tom, I have a quick question. Question for you: Are you worried at yeah. all that Kyrie will not be a Celtic soon? No, not really. I think they're gonna have a. I think it's gonna be like a Paul George. I think they're gonna have a deal in place that he's gonna sign at twelve oh one on July first. I think he loves being here. I think he loves the team. I think these are guys that are – he's the guy on the team because Al is going to be gone most likely – or at least not as big of a role – play as big of a role in this team in three years. Oh, Hayward, I think, eventually will be traded, especially if he comes back and plays well. We have a surplus of small forwards right now or forwards in general. I think if he comes back, has a great first half of the season – 
I could see Hayward getting dealt. This is Kyrie's team at the end of the day. Oh, I know, Brad Stevens. It's his boy. That's his yeah, boy. <laughs> It is his boy, but the value the value that he could bring that we don't need. It's either if he doesn't get traded, then Jalen would. Like one of those guys I think gets traded before the end of the year. See, and I, I think it'd be I, better to trade Hayward. I don't think they do it this year because they're afraid Kyrie's gonna leave. Yes, I, I think so. That, well, yeah, see, okay, I see that. See, yeah, here's yeah. the thing. I'm pr- I think I'm pretty unbiased here. Obviously, these are two year teams. It's not I don't like either of these teams. The Knicks have been more pathetic and sad. I can relate to it as a Met fan. And the Celtics have been very good. And I, and I hate both of them pretty much. <laughs> Don't really like either fan base. But I can see, I can really see Kyrie going to the Knicks in 2019. I can honestly say I'd say 40% chance. That's about where I'd put it too, 30, 40% chance. Which is very high, which is very high. Maybe not me, yeah, maybe 35, which seems really high. And I have nothing, I don't root for the Knicks, but... Like I said, I I just for some reason I think he really wants to play there, and 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 he wants like his team, even though maybe forcing his team, he wants to make basketball good and or great in New York. He would be like, I mean, he grew up a Knicks fan. Like it, that, yeah. these guys are these guys are still people. Like if I'm in the NBA, I would take twenty percent less to be the starting point guard of the Knicks hometown. over yep. over yeah. someone else. He will play for the Knicks at some point in his career, and I think at yeah. some point in his prime. So why not more than next after next year? Exactly, and I mean, like it, it still may be KP's team when he gets here, but he will be loved like oh, probably yeah. loved he's before. The he, I think he'll be more he's loved just because of the type of player he is, like guards it, are it, it, and he fits New York so perfect though, like I, his personality. Almost, he does. I almost think that that that's what you just said, Sully. Is it's a kind of split. I think that KP would be the man on the court, but to the fans. Kyrie would be the man because of that hometown thing, because of we know he chose to come here. And I think the Jimmy Butler and Kyrie pairing to New York is real. I, yeah. I, that is that is a real possibility that they come together. I would say if one of them comes, it's like a 75% chance the other one comes. Yeah, I'd say it's like 30% That's chance. Hey, Jimmy like, should Jimmy, come to New York. If, Jimmy's liked a couple of comments on Instagram and we've talked, I've said this before. I've talked about it. Like that's not meaningless. Like whenever players do that, like it has meaning behind it. They understand, they understand that their actions are going to have reactions from everyone. Exactly. And it's, it's and and his, his dad was born in New York. So why not come play here? The great Michael Jordan. We all know who that's his father. Come, come and win and play. I mean, and you have all, all those reports from the Cavs players that like are saying, yeah, like he used to talk about eventually playing for the Knicks all the time. Like he, it was clear everyone knew that was his dream. Um, and he's he's come out and said it flat, straight up himself. You know, like on on video, you can go search it on YouTube. Um, so I, I think it's just it's you know it's kind of a joke. Everyone says the Knicks and you know never going to get the guy like, and they swung and missed in 2010. I mean, Namari was great for a few years, but like. We didn't. We didn't get what we wanted. So, and it's a trend. But I, I, th- I think the Knicks have really made a turn in terms of the culture and the leadership at top, up top. Um, they've made. They haven't made a bad move since Phil left. Not a single one. And I think they're just in a really good spot to. They easily can open up two max spots. They're about at one and a half now, just on people losing. You know, just on people being coming free agents. Um, and then you trade a Courtney Lee and a Lance Thomas, and boom, you're you're there. Two serviceable three and D guys, um, which you know someone in the NBA will take gladly. 
So I, you know, it's a it's a good position, but I would, you know, I'm never gonna hope and and predict anymore that the Knicks really get someone until it's it's much more concrete, um, you know, because I've been wanting Kyrie for eight years, but and I actually think he would be a perfect fit alongside Nidalekina in the backcourt. They both can play the one and the two, both can defend the one and the two, both can still score on the ball, off the ball. Well, um, well, well. Let's let's relax with. With Frank scoring on and off the ball, I just need to be able to see him score at first. I know he'll get better, but All right. okay, it's five play. points a game is right. six points. Like before, before we go off the rails, that was a good question. A lot of good answers could have been used for our next segment, real or fake news. And to kick <laughs> it off, Michael K was talking about it. I know Tony and Sully were talking about it yesterday in the chat. Baseball players, we, we've heard Mike Trout is as popular in some Q rating as Kenneth Fareed. Manfred has come out, well, you know, we could make you popular, but you, you have to help us. Michael K said it. A lot of baseball players, well, not a lot, basically every clubhouse, every locker room, you get shit on if you look for the spotlight, if you if you're on TV shows, if you're making the Kimmel appearances, you you get shit on. You get casted aside. He referenced Nick Swisher being disliked by people in his own locker room clubhouse because he was getting he didn't mind the media. He you know he would smile, he would laugh, he would do these appearances. Now, real or fake news? Mike Trout doesn't want to be famous because he doesn't want to get shit from his teammates. Is that real or fake news? Real or, real or fake news in the sense that that's the right mindset or the wrong mindset or real or fake that, news? That's is, his mindset. That's, that, that's, that, his, that's mindset. his mindset. Yes. Fake news. Uh, yeah, I think I think it's fake news. I, I don't know. I think it's just kind of the the way he is as a person. I don't think it's really affected by, by uh, the, what, the shit he'd go through with his teammates because at the end of the day, like – I mean, we make fun of each other all the time for free, and you aren't putting $20 million in my bank account when you make jokes about me. So yep. <laughs> Pepsi is, you know, Adidas is. So I'm going to go <laughs> for two and a half hours and, you know, take some pictures with, with, you know, Gatorade so they can put $20 million in my bank account. You guys can make fun of me all the way there. Um, so I, I don't know if it's necessarily that, but, I mean, he's. I think he's just, you know, kind of a – Head down, but he's like kind of like a country boy. I grew up in South Jersey, right? Kind of burbs or outside of Philly. Um, but he, he likes hunting and fishing and all this outdoor shit. Um, so I think he's just kind of like of that mindset. He's just like a simple, like I make my money. I want to play. Just I'm, I'm a ball player, you know, want to play baseball. Um, I don't, I would like to see him, you know, around more, but I think it also comes with playoff success like he's played three games in his entire fucking career in the playoffs and he got swept like he was a, a blinking uh, i didn't even fucking remember he, he played in the playoffs and the they wind. said it the other day yeah it was and he went over for over i think in two of the games so hmm. um he's gotta he's he's gotta fucking leave la or or go to a different team because they've proven that they can't They've been through two cycles of trying to build around him already, and he's only 25, and it's not working again. This is the end we've seen right now. It's not working again. And what Pujols is only getting older. Their, their farm system isn't fantastic. They just – I mean he, he's not going to be in a full – the best player in baseball isn't going to be a household name until he starts winning more, which is a damn shame because it's not his fault. It's a damn shame because if you look at his war, he's just not the best player in baseball. He is one of the best players of all time. 
He, and he's having he's his best year of his career this year. He is literally exactly. He is literally one of the best players of all time, without a doubt. You came and he's twenty five. Yeah, you put him and and you know I heard this also from Michael K is you put him on the Yankees. This guy's on top of the world. Like, oh yeah, it's Man. true. Like, oh my Judge, god, Judge yeah. doesn't blow you away with his personality, but he's fucking tall. He's marketable in New York. He's a tall fucking freak. He could run. He can hit. He's marketable. I mean, what? What do he's you think a he's a household name. Exactly. Yeah. Aaron Judge is a household name. Mike Trout. It's like you ask someone who's not a baseball fan, they know who Aaron Judge is. Odds are, like eight out of ten of them probably have heard the name. You ask them Mike Trout, they're gonna be like, oh, yeah, like, maybe like four or five out of like, ten. Yeah. yeah, like it's, it's gonna be hat exactly. Does he like to fucking fish? Like I don't know. <laughs> and and even like... even half those players that are people that know both of them would probably say Aaron Judge is better just subconsciously on name recognition and it's oh, like yeah. this is and not it, they're both great but that's just not true at all yeah literally and it's just like it sucks because like you said dave it's because he's playing for the angels like if he was on if he was even across town on the dodgers like I if know. he was it's crazy like, it'd be yeah unreal it's a it's a waste honestly it sucks you'd like to see him on a team but you'd hate to see it if he went to like a red Sox or yankees or astros you'd be like like about him on cleveland that would be good no, no, don't. That's mean, dude. Send yeah. him to Cleveland. I just like that. I just pictured him in that Indians jersey, mm. and I'm like, but that's like man. a prominent team. Like that could be there actually. You know what I could see, Mike. You know where I could see Mike Trout Tra- playing, yeah. like a like a Cardinals. I could just see him in that in that jersey. Yeah, yeah. Even in Chicago, he'd be bigger. In the jersey, but yeah. not yeah. going forward. I don't know about their direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, oh no, I'm not saying like, oh, he should go there. I'm saying like. <laughs> Teams I could picture him in, you know what I'm saying? I could but see moving... him. I could see him. You know where I could see him playing? I could see him like fit wise and everything. Atlanta, like the lifestyle for right. Atlanta, like the, the yeah. Southern lifestyle, like yeah. the team but would be a world series of, like, contender. Every dude, even year. if you went, even if you went to Miami, it, everybody knew John Carlos Stanton. They won sixty fucking games a year, and he was like almost a household name, you know. Yep. Yeah. It, it, so it's really like it just shows it's so much it's so much more the market than really the personality or the the team. Um so wow. you know. Yeah, fucking Trout's down. He was a Jersey guy. He's right by Philly too. Maybe he goes to Philadelphia, who knows. Um, I know he's an Eagles <laughs> fan, but I think he's a Yankees fan. I think like he grew up a Yankees fan, but he, I know he grew up an Eagles fan, but I don't think it was a Phillies fan. I think he was a Yankees fan. Interesting. Moving right along, we're going to use only that one for real or fake news because the other two just tie in with what we're going to go into. So no reason to get into that. Let's get right into the Manny Machado trade to the Dodgers. I mean, five prospects. One of them was 84, five of the top 100. The others, there was two that were top 30 for the Dodgers. The other guys weren't even in the top 30 list. I think still this is a good haul for the Orioles. You get five guys. If two or three of those guys pan out, it was a success. Manny wasn't gonna stay with the Orioles. It was a good. I think it was a good trade for both sides. Um, the Dodgers needed this. They're they're trying to chase getting back to the World Series. Hopefully, not fucking getting murdered again. But uh, how do we feel about this trade? It was necessary. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like you ahead. said, they yeah. needed they needed it to happen. I mean, it helps out the Dodgers. Like you said, Dodgers got one of the best players in the game right now. They're a half game. I think they have a half game lead in the division over Arizona. This is only going to help them there. 
Um, and the Orioles, I mean, they're like 57 games back at first. Like they are not going to do anything for the next three seasons. So like you said, if one or two of these guys pans out, it was a success for them because not only were they losing Machado, but they were just it was just such a waste for Machado to be there in the first place. He had like 69 RBIs or something like that, 68, 69 RBIs. 68. So just imagine how much worse the Orioles are going to be now. The Orioles are they're literally going to finish the record. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna finish like seventy five games back. Yeah, like at least seventy. Yeah, <laughs> their win percentage, their win percentage is legit. Some guy's batting average. It's a fucking two eighty nine. What is it like? And you have and then you have a team. You have a team about to almost has a seventy. <laughs> you have a team that insane. Has Dude, what's crazy is is the Red Sox could go 500 for the rest of the year and they win 100 games wow that's not you know you know and the yankees have to go like three games over 500 to win 100 games oh jeez it's gonna be such a battle we've never had this many this much dominance at the top of the at the top it's uh, it's unreal i mean I also think the dodgers are gonna resign manny i think some of the guys at the all-star game probably were like you know, like, dude, if you come, what do you think? I think if they win, they make it to the World Series. Manny's never gotten to that. He's never tasted that success. So, I think, I so think he'll like, resign as well. I think no, he's yeah. not signing an extension. He's he's testing free agency. I mean, no think about it though. He's on a he's going to be on a great team. He's going to be in mm-hmm. L.A. with the market. You know, he you know he's he so he's going to have the market. He's he'll have the team. I mean, the 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 lineup right now. You got Bellinger. You got Max Muncie, who's killing it. You got. You know, Machado now, you got... What Taylor, happens next year when Seager comes back? Peterson's had a really good year. What uh, happens when Seager comes back? Who? What Grant happens Seager. when Seager comes back next year? Machado said he's refusing to play anything but shortstop. Well, Machado's definitely he says out of his hands. All right, Seager's overrated. Seager's overrated, okay? Uh, people, like, he really isn't as good as people make him out to be. He's good, but he's not He's not Machado. Machado wants to play short, he plays short. There's no argument. Put Seagret second then, second or third, second or third. He's got he's got to move. He, he, I mean, he'll make the if a if a personality as big as a Rod decided he was gonna play third to let. Well, that's play what I'm short. saying. Like you know what I'm yeah, saying. Like yeah, but Machado's not playing third. Machado's playing short. Machado. That's what I'm saying. Like I think yeah. Seager might just fucking bite the bullet. Oh, I thought you were saying in regards. No, 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 to, no. Yeah. I'm saying like if oh. if a Rod could say like all right. Like yeah, a yeah. guy, a personality as big as his could say, "All right, I'll play third. You stay at short." You know, I think, I think Seager, Seager knows he's small potatoes. I think I think A Rod was shortstop ever. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I think A Rod was just not as talented of a defensive shortstop as Jeter at that time. Yeah, yeah. And you know, obviously, defense Forever. is the only thing that matters in that in that discussion. You know. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite thing, and I lo- like, I love the Yankees. I love Tony. My favorite thing is seeing every day who Tony links to the Yankees, like Britain, all these guys. I'm like, holy shit, we're Carlos gonna get everybody. Martinez, Corbin, <laughs> bro. I'm we're like, we're gonna get the, okay, we're gonna get the league and J.A. <laughs> Literally every day, yeah, bro. Every day, he threw out one for the Red Sox today. Who did he say? <laughs> He's like, I think the Sox might land this guy. I'm like, oh, you're tired of fucking fucking Barney ideas for your own team. Like, <laughs> well, Mustakis, he said to the Yankees, <laughs> he said, he said, he, I think he said pretty 
pretty much anyone. He said Machado, obviously. <laughs> that did Whenever he said, like, whenever I get to a certain point, I have to send him through, like, the levels of validity. I'm like, who did this come from? How, how many followers Jones, do you I have? See it, Jones, what, I what publication see it does he work day. at? Like, it, Jones, it's I, like a fucking questionnaire every time he breaks a story. Yeah, like he said, I'm just going to start like, breaking fake news. I'm just going to be like, per source. Bro, LeBron <laughs> opts out. <laughs> tomorrow, we're going to hear God. No, it's, it's got to be a little more believable. It's be like, it's like, uh, you know, I don't know, something around like per source, Carlo Mart- Carlos Martinez traded to the Rays or something. And it's like, what? And it's like, you make them look it up. You make them look it up. Yeah. It's like, and it, and or be like, they, like, break, they look break, it up and then they Harper. use it 15 seconds of their time. Yeah, and then they hate you. <laughs> Mike like, Trout opts in for 10-year contract. Ooh, that's a good one. Trout opts in a Trout 10-year extension or something. Oh, like, my God. Tom, if you say that, his head would explode. If you say, like, oh, something just came out that Glaber Torres has always been a Red Sox fan or some shit, and, like, he wants to play for the Sox, his head would blow up. I'm going to create a burner and just fuck with Tony. I'm going to create a burner and just fuck with Tony. Bro, just make his head blow up. I'm going to make him seem like it's Glaber's. I'm going to be like, Tony, Tony. did you see this? I think this is Glaber Torres. He only follows the Red Sox and David Ortiz. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, how how great would that be if Woj for like a month just had a burner account with like seven followers and was just breaking Breaking every single story and then everyone was like freaking out not knowing who this guy was like how he was breaking every story and it's just Woj sitting in his fucking couch laughing his ass off (laughs) (laughs) and then and then at one point he goes like Oh, after a month, he just goes live on the account and is like, gotcha. <laughs> it's been yeah, me gotcha. the whole time. <laughs> Builds a following. <laughs> Bro, all right. So, you know, the Machado trade, great. Another thing that was great this year, two things, the All-Star Game and the Home Run Derby. I mean, the Derby, I heard a lot of people say, oh, there's not the big names. It's starting to get into, like, you know, NBA All-Star territory, the dunk territory. But oh, it was kind of fun this year. I mean, that format, the timed format a million times better than doing the, oh, you got 10 pitches, 10 home runs. Uh, it's so I mean, much better because there's a sense of urgency. Oh, it was awesome. It was made it, it, made it, was, it so much it more entertaining. Harper and his dad, who is a fucking Navy SEAL. Nobody could convince me otherwise. His dad was yoked. And his like, dad, <laughs> whatever his dad's taking, I want to take. <laughs> yeah, imagine a rip next week. He made, he made Harper look small, and Harper's huge. <laughs> what do you Harper guys looks like, like a twelve-year-old boy <laughs> next to him, like, like literally, like his dad. Like, yeah, there, guys, there were so many, yeah, entertaining rounds. Like the first matchup, who was it? Bregman and who in the first one? Where Bregman well, was one away Bregman from it. Bregman against was it Schwarber? That was yeah, Schwarber hit yeah, 17, and then Bregman hit 16, and I was like, he was coming back at the end. That was insane to watch. Like, Bregman hit two that I thought were no doubters, and then probably because the announcer It's because of the camera angle, though. Bad. Like, the yeah, camera everyone always follows like that shit, goes out. like, it's going everyone. to the stratosphere. Who was the announcer? He kept getting them wrong. Like, I don't understand how you get them wrong. He's like, oh, that's long gone. Oh, no, it's not. Didn't hit the track. Like, dude, <laughs> but, like, the last two balls he the last two balls he hit, too. Yeah, I thought they were that, gone. To I thought left, they were to gone. Left field, For us, though, like it's a weird yeah, camera. Yeah. But if you're in the stadium, it's the stadium's the stadium. Like, you shouldn't yeah. be fucking it dude, up. Bryce, Bryce's were no doubters. Those yeah. were Max cool. Muncy put on a show too. He killed it. Yeah. Schwarber went off. I really like Muncy. He's yeah, really yeah. good. You know what? Who else? What? 
you know what kicked off the the all-star game the home run derby and it just made it entertaining from the get-go d saying jesus aguilar was gonna win it easily and then him getting eliminated oh promptly I, I think was... i went it with ease to be honest yeah <laughs> that's what he said i think i went it with ease to be yeah, honest and i'm ease, just like ease, yeah, yeah. I, and then <laughs> I quoted it back to him i quoted it back to him right after he got yeah you and tony i'm just like so you're picking an overweight like large that player exactly. who's not, Dude, not in gas. the best shape. He was I'm just gassed by the, the like shape. three minutes in. He couldn't yeah, breathe. Like, he was like, I've never swung a bat so many times. Holy <laughs> <laughs> like, fucking like, shit. These big, these big power guys with the time, they're not going to do well. Like, especially with the time. Oh, if, with the with the pitch count, you can just take as many as you want, obviously. But with this, <laughs> it just creates a sense of urgency. And it's just like every pitch is important. So many rounds came down to like the last 10 or 20, 30 seconds. And so many rounds you thought like, oh, he's out of it. You thought Carver's out of it. Then he hits nine in a minute. Oh my! I mean, that was dad, that was his insane. dad perfected it though because like, his dad was though. his dad was still pitching when like the ball was in the air. He was like, all right, clobbered, clobbered it. Like he, yeah, his, his, he perfected dad, it. His dad was just literally cheating, literally cheating. Like the yeah. ball's like not even a home run technically yet, and he's just firing them, and there's no penalty for it. So I I don't know what they can do about that next year. If I'm pitching, I'm just gonna throw them right after. Like you didn't. Yeah, I'm just gonna him. fucking start mowing those, mowing those, mowing those. I mean, those... the home run derby was awesome. All Star game was also awesome. That I mean, the ninth inning when Yelich that was a home run. That the, home run. I passed out. Scooter Derby. I passed out for the ninth and tenth. Sully, I was very disappointed in you, man. I I mean, I we we were all talking about it, and then Sully's nowhere to be found, bro. What's going on? Long days, long days. Wait, the old man soul. Yeah. Dave, you're muted. God fucking could, damn it, Dave. Could you imagine Prime Griffey in that fucking home run derby oh format? God. Oh my god. Like ninety eight Griffey. That would have been that would have been legendary. Yeah, well, like, fuck oh, it. If he I wants to do it next year, I'll still watch. He still has that swing. I'm a Give I'm him four minutes. Bro, so, wait, where has Griffey even been? Like all these guys are coming back doing announcing yo griffey could be a fucking great announcer he put like, on a bunch of weight he doesn't want to he put on no a bunch of weight he's embarrassed way. let me see yeah dude griffey blew up he, <laughs> he's probably embarrassed he's probably like, god damn i look so shitty what does yeah, he look like he look like he's not like charles barkley fat but he, he that's he exactly who i was gonna say he's not yeah charles he's not charles barkley, barkley but okay yeah i see him he's he's chunky he's thick damn man. bro yeah he's thick Jesus, Bark- Jesus, Griffey. He can still hit some fucking home runs, though. Maybe he's just taking steroids now. <laughs> it's just not working out. Like, he's yeah. just putting on the weight. Ugh, yeah. it, he's angry all the time. He's just like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Getting yoked. Have a big-ass head like Barry Bonds. That's why, he's not te- <laughs> that's why he's not on TV. He had a fucking steroid episode during the tryout. <laughs> <laughs> they're like they're like yo i gotta look up how, how big he is i gotta look up how big he is uh, shit barry, yeah he's the barry him, him mike bibby just hanging out waiting for the kids getting to get out of yoked. school hey, getting yoked. it can't be any worse than sammy sosa at least he's the same Sosa's, color right yeah Sosa's, Sosa's fucking white now wow white now <laughs> oh wow ken griffey man maybe he mj'd it you know what Ken Griffey needs to get who Ken Griffey needs to get in contact with? Who? George Foreman? No, grow. Dan Marino. He needs to get on Nutrisystem. He needs to, <laughs> he needs to drop 30, uh, 30 LBs. All I did, I ate the meals, dropped the weight, 30 pounds. 
He needs, to, he needs to call hit up Dan Marino. Those commercials <laughs> have been going on for like 30 years. He hasn't he, seen them. He doesn't yeah. have the money for that. <laughs> yeah, and go do fucking MMA with Jay Glazer. All right. Guys, who, which team, pick one team, which team will have the, the second half best record? So only from now until the end of the season, which team in that span will have the best record and which team will have the worst record? All right, let's get it out of the way. The Orioles will have the worst record. Let's just go with the best record. We <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all see that. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the with the Dodgers. I think Ooh, that. I, yeah. I mean, I think those are the two teams. Like, talk about polar opposites. Um, they they're riding this momentum after the terrible start they had. Um, they were dead in the water for you know half the country, and then they they awoke. They got some guys back. Um, if Kershaw can stay healthy and Machado is the Machado he's been in the first half. They're definitely the most improved team at the deadline. Um, they were already riding this momentum. So I think they'll be the team that we all wanted them to be all year, plus a little more. They were who we um, thought they were. Yeah. Exactly so, we thought they were. So, yeah, I'm going I'm going with the Dodgers, although I, I think the, the Yankees and Red Sox and Astros will continue the same pace they were on. But the, the Dodgers will – yeah, the Dodgers were just so far off pace that I think they'll they'll catch up a lot of ground and have the best second-half record. Sully, Tom? Nice. Tom, Tom go ahead. Uh, I'd like to say the Sox, but I think the Astros. I think the Astros – I think the pitching is going to hold up. They have, I mean, when you have those top three starters and then, you know, um, Keuchel can turn on, he can be a top-tier pitcher. That's undeniable. I think that's going to help them out the most, especially later on in the season. And I think they have the best second-half record. Dave, fuck the Dodgers. Fuck Manny Machado and fuck you. Sorry. I I got personal. I'm sorry. I really really wanted – yeah, I really wanted to pick a team that you guys didn't say, but that really just Fox, leaves though. the Yankees. That really just leaves the Yankees, and I'm just cornering myself there, and I, I actually don't think they'll have the best record. I, don't I think I'm going to go with the Dodgers. I, I think I think they're getting Kershaw back. They got Kershaw back. You know, you're getting Kershaw and Machado. That's like two top five players pretty much to end the year. You know, so they really haven't had Kershaw at all. So um, Max Muncie may fall off a little bit, but, you know – they got just they got a lot of good players. Like I said, you know, Peterson, Puig having good years. You know, they I listed all of them before. Um and they got Kenta Maeda. He's back now. He missed a lot of year. Uh Hayu Ryu or whatever. I don't know how to pronounce his name. I just I just botched it. But he's another good pitcher that they got that they're gonna get back soon that they had for out for a while. Um those two pitchers. They got uh Ross Stripling's been killing it. Uh, and then Will Bueller is working on his arm strength in the minors. Bueller. You know, the good. Um, people really like him, myself included. He had like a three ERA when he was up here now, and he's in the minors getting work, and he'll he'll be back up in the next few weeks, I think. So they got a lot of talent coming back on top of Manny. So I I think Dodgers, Dodgers for the winner, and I think Astros are right there, right there. All right, two very good. Picks. I mean, obviously, there's nothing for me to add because it would either be Dodgers, Astros. Do you think the Yankees? I don't think the Yankees. To be quite honest, I think I, I don't know what it is, man. I like a lot of people are linking us to fucking Evaldi, but Evaldi has a 4.5 ERA. Like, is he going to be that much better than anybody else we have? And then I don't know what it is, man. 
I just feel like can I? I just don't. Wait. I just don't think. I just don't. Can I think, turn the tables on you real quick? You think they win the division? Yes or no? Do they win the division? You want me to be a hundred percent honest, and I'm gonna get killed for this? I don't think they win the division. I've said this: the Red Sox win the division. Tommy, Four and a half game lead. I, I think the Sox win. Listen, I think they're I, in a great position too get, right now. <laughs> I'm going to get killed for it, but this is the thing about the Sox that gets me. The Sox, quietly, because, I, you know, unless fucking Tom is talking about it, they're fucking, like, offensively, they're better than the Yankees. Pitching they go right under now, the radar. They're, they're very under the radar, and I don't think they have the pressure that the Yankees have. I think the Yankees, it's going to come down to that series in Fenway. But I see, I, September, agree, I, I agree with everything you said, well said, and I don't think you should be killed for it because you're spitting factuals. But here's yeah. the thing. I don't think it'll come down to the last series because they got a four-and-a-half game lead now. The only mm, way it can yep. come down to the end is if they're within three games or something. If they're, you know, cause, and then they would need a sweep because anything other than a sweep would only make up one game, you know? Exactly. If they go two and one, that only makes up a game. So that means they'd have to be within a half a game to a game, and I don't think it'll be that close at the end. I never thought it'd go higher than three games in either direction. Now it's four and a half. If it falls to five and a half or six, I'd say it's, you know, pretty much over, being that the less less and less as more time goes on, less and less games. We don't oh and I think anyone sees the socks, you know, you know, falling apart yeah. for a week or something. You'll say, you know, oh, a week you can get back. Yeah, but the socks, like like Boone said, he's like, I see they don't lose because they win every day. They do it every day, very quietly. <laughs> Just yeah. broke off ten in a row right before the break. Won yeah, eleven out of twelve. Like, no, like yeah, yeah. no it. one it's knew. Fun. No one knew. I said that to you guys in the chat. People were like, "Oh shit!" I'm like, "Yeah." yeah. <laughs> like, what I'm, what I'm also crazy. What I'm, I'm not calling you crazy because I, I think that the Yankees are really the only one of the big American League teams that are looking to add a major piece at the deadline. So the only, you know, yeah, you heard rumblings of the Red Sox with Machado, um, but you haven't really heard too much else about them going after like a, you know, bigger starting pitcher or anything like that. Whereas the Yankees, you hear something new every day. Um, you know, granted, yeah, half of them from Tony, but um, so I, I think the Yankees. It'll depend a lot on what they do over the next two weeks before the deadline. Um, they very well could, you know, clear the farm system to lock up a you know an ace starting pitcher if he comes around um or becomes available um there's still two more weeks left before teams really have to decide if they're buyers or sellers um so i th- i think it's it's possible you know they they definitely have the ammunition yes or no it's yes or no do they, not getting out of this yes. one yes <laughs> well here's they the thing the though, even if you get that, that was the okay. player here's the thing i didn't know what you're saying yes. keep it up you're gonna have to win at like a 74 75 percent win clip with that player so that's the thing yeah yeah, but we're trying to be tough right now. Six or seven games. You got six or seven games to get left against the Sox, right? Two yeah. series. I think one of them is four. Seven, four in yeah. August, three in September. That's what I, that's what I thought. So I mean, yeah, you know, so. they can make gonna... up ground, but I don't think either team's going to dominate. I don't think either team's going to win five, two, or six, one. I don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I think we have to know. It's also I think it's three games in the loss column, which means that. They are. That's where you really want to be the least behind because that then you have play. That means you're, uh, you have games left to play. You know, it's in your it's in your control. Like you've played less games, so okay, yeah, yeah. I think you have three less games than us. But yeah, yeah, they have three less games than them. A three game game lead with the opportunity to have it in your control of winning 
and you're in, you know. It's still a few games, though. I mean, I'll, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I want to say something absolutely. else, and I'm going to take it a step further. My get ready for this one, too. Another thing that concerns me a lot right now is Severino, and this is why. Severino, the last couple starts, has shown a little crack. I'm not saying nothing major, a little crack in his arm. I, I, I see hitters, he just hasn't had his same stuff. Could it be a little fatigue? Yes. But I think that he's just, I don't know, I, I feel like in the second half, he's going to have more of those starts where he's not going to be as dominant. He'll be dominant. I don't think he's just going to be as dominant as we've seen him be. I think he'll keep his ERA very low, 2, 2.2, 2.3. But <clears throat> that's another worrisome thing because I think the Yankees go, I think that pitching rotation goes as Sevy goes. And I think if he has a little bit more of those games as he's had, I think it's just going to be not good. I think we'll see more, oh, two losses in a row for the Yankees if he you know, that happens. We have the off- the offense to, to match anybody. But that's just something that worries me. Uh, yeah, I agree. And I think I think, uh, I think there was some validity to what we were talking about the other day, whereas we may – if the, the starting pitching market's there, not there, the Yankees might unload some prospects to really strengthen that already super strong bullpen, maybe yeah. with a couple longer reliever guys so you can now – you can start Seve for five games – or five innings and pull him out even if he's pitching well, because you have plenty of innings to eat up in the bullpen. Um, so I think that's definitely, it's not the most ideal route, but I think it's definitely a possibility. And I think you'll, I hope you start to see Boone uh, kind of be mindful of that and the innings um, as you go down the stretch, because we all saw even a pitcher like Chris Sale, what happened last year in the playoffs. No one, no one wants that or repeat of that or, or any kind. So I think that's an option as well. Yeah. I'll give you a lock, though. I'll give you a lock who I think is such a great fit for the Red Sox. Not a huge move, but a move that can make a difference. Esdrubal Cabrera to the Red Sox. Give you, you know, he'll probably finish with 28, 30 home runs, 280 hitter, great veteran presence. Reminds me of an Alex Cora, honestly. Like a utility player that can hit a home run, that can hit for average, can play at different positions. A lot of similarities. Very likable in the clubhouse. It could be a great fit to the culture that they already have. I really, I really like the fit. They, I think they should add a starting pitcher as well. But I think I see why not. The Mets wouldn't. Why wouldn't we will be willing to help out the Sox? You know, get like a mid or low level prospect out of it. Small win win. I like it. That was that was great. All right, let's move on to today in sports history. We have only two today. There's, it's a very empty day because today is not, you know, it's not a great sports day historically. But we have two two good ones. Um, all right. In 1991, this baseball team, with this baseball team's victory, it secured 10 of 14 American League teams at. Uh, at 500 or higher, which was the American League team? Texas Rangers. No. Toronto uh, Blue Jays. Nope. Wait, so they were the 10th team to go over over 500? Yes. So so yeah. they were the 10th team of 14 at the time that the were Oakland over days. 500. No. Incorrect. Baltimore Orioles. They were the last ones. Like, they were the ones. No. Incorrect. Close. The Cleveland Indians. No. Incorrect. Yikes. Um, no. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you good and straight. The Seattle Mariners. <laughs> no. <laughs> good and straight. No. The Orioles. 
I just they said the Orioles. Said. Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> I'll it. say the Chicago White Sox. No. Think of Minnesota the Chicago Twins. White Sox uniform. Minnesota Twins. No. Think of the White Sox uniform. They closely married this other team. The Yankees. Yes, the Yankees. Wow. Yep, the they Burns were the last team. Is. That's fucking crazy. 10 of 14 American leagues at this point were 500 or better? That's unreal. Yeah, that's wild. Not like that. Today we have a whole division that's pretty much at 500. Yeah. <laughs> or, or lower. Yeah, one that's below There's it. five teams right there. You're already not looking <laughs> This good. This one's... This is the second one. In 1990... <laughs> this is going to be such a giveaway. This baseball player sentenced to five months for tax evasion. Which baseball player was it? <sighs> no. All right. The thing is, <laughs> if I Rose? give you the team. If I, no, no, if I Rose give you. Yeah, it was it? Rose. It was Pete Rose. Was Rose? I was going to say. Oh, I got okay. it. Yeah, yeah, it was Pete right. Rose. Let's go. The streak Bro, is still Pete, alive, baby. Bro, Pete Rose just gets fucking fucked for everything, huh? Wait, he got five months in jail? Yeah, it says he's is sentenced to five Damn. months in jail for tax evasion. I just, I just was Wait, going, I, I he, there's no five, way he served. I don't think he served it. I mean, if you're rich, you're not going to serve it. You if anyone's going to get in trouble for it in baseball, it's Pete Rose. Pete Rose, exactly. Yeah, I wonder, 256 hits, unreal. Uh, I wonder how much at an auction the pieces of like sheets of paper of Pete Rose's bets would go for. <laughs> Like, gotta be, be millions, crazy. right? Yeah. Wait, no. Still millions? Fighter. No, not millions. Still if he dies, millions. when he right. dies and gets into the Hall of Fame, at, yeah, for sure. I'd say. That's like, that's pretty crazy. His I, actual, like, the betting sheets. The the sheets that he would, would go to sleep on? No, the like the pieces of paper that have his bets oh, written down and shit. Bets, dude. <laughs> I was like, dude, what? No. No, like all the like evidence and shit of of him betting. Oh, I mean, all right, yeah, that that has more. That is more. Uh, oh, did you think he said betting like bed sheets? I thought he meant bed sheets, like what I'm sitting on. <laughs> oh yeah, your confusion <laughs> makes a lot more sense now. Dude, I was like, I was like, dude, I don't care how rich you are, a no one's million? paying uh, fucking millions for bed sheets. You can just go out yeah. and get them. I don't care if Pete Rose slept in them. I'd rather exactly. from some hot chick. <laughs> Alright, our last topic. This is something I'm super excited to talk about because it just means that this season is getting closer. Last topic, Le'Veon Bell's standoff. He, they didn't get the contract extension with the Steelers. The last offer was said to be around 15 to, to 15.5 mil. The agent has come out and said, quite frankly, that's just not true. The offer was not near that. The Steelers are trying to leak and say that it was to make him paint as the bad guy. I don't know who's right, who's wrong. You guys know I'm always in fucking NFL Twitter. It's it's unreal. I think at this point is like this just this this relationship this this shit needs to end. Le'Veon needs to move. The Steelers don't be the fucking probably the same team without him. I mean. Who was it? D'Angelo Williams a couple years ago came in and basically did the First same three shit. Games, yeah, yeah, like basically did the same shit. Just didn't ca- he doesn't catch as well as Le'Veon, but not every running back coming out of college can catch. They they don't do the patient run that he does. But I mean, what what do you guys think about this whole situation? I'm sick and tired of it. 
I'm sick and tired of being sick and, of being sick and tired about this because <laughs> this has gone this has gone on for like fucking four years. Like it really like, has. Yeah, it's, it's like it's so like, true. I, I, like there's some things like I just get so tired of like the same story. Like kind of almost Manny Machado. I was getting there with that with his trade because it was so inevitable. But this is just like I mean. You're a running back. You're not going to get paid 16, 17, 18 million. 14 and a half million. Like, I understand you're a re- receiver and running back, but like you said, you can do someone you can have as the receiver, someone you can have as the, you know, main back. You can get a Deion Lewis type with, you know, you know, you can get guy, poor yeah. man's versions of him. So he's a great player. He's an unbelievable, one of the best players in the, in the NFL, but they just don't reward the position. So uh, he's trying to break ground. I get it. He's trying to get his money. I'm never going to knock someone for that. But, I mean, he's he's arguing over, like, a million or two million. Like, come on. And, like, obviously they make a lot of money yeah. through other yeah. avenues. So it's not like this is their only money. I mean, just so the thing, yeah, yeah, the thing that apparently has is what pisses him off. And he apparently he, he would have signed the contract. The only thing that pisses him off is of the, I believe it was fucking 70 mil, it was roughly, only 10 of it was going to be guaranteed. So to him, it's like, why the fuck would I sign this if... Of the how much the, million? Of like, I think it was, I'll tell you right now. I think it was like, hold on, 15... But some of that shit is like, that's like... It was so, like 60, oh, 70 mil. So that's like so subjective because like, yeah, okay, 10 guaranteed, but like you could get like an additional 10 million for like yeah. playing one game you know exactly. like the incentives could be so low that it's like yeah he's yeah, gonna like, make like exactly 1500 total yards it's like obviously he'll get 1500 total yards even not even that it's like play in six games or you know have a yep. hundred carries on the year like they could be something that you're just 99.9 percent chance you're gonna get exactly so and like and exactly. if you're gonna it, i mean granted it could also be the other way around it could be that he he really would have had to put out monster years to make his money so like we don't know, but like to me, that like just saying certain amount is guaranteed is like not. It doesn't really mean anything to me because some of those incentives literally are like, be active for one game. Yeah. Oh, ten million. Like, yeah. you know. So. It's, so I'll you know, say it's, this. I'll say this in his defense. Although I don't agree with the, his tactic, he kind of has the leverage because I've I've been doing a lot of research and. Like, just now, when we were talking about the red zone receptions and targets, Sully. Bro, he's in the top 10 red zone targets. Like, they, he is so important to that team, and it's crazy to see it. Like, he, he really can say, like, bro, I'm also a wide receiver. Like, I'm, I run for you guys, but I'm also a wide receiver for you guys. So why not pay me the big bucks? Why not give me this money? Uh, also, I mean, I said it in the, the blog I wrote. I don't think. Uh, he should get that money. I think 15, 14.5 is perfectly great. Like that's, that's the perfect grounds for him. I mean, yeah, he's awesome. Give him that money, but anything more than that, you're running back. Somebody comes, hits you low, you one blow injury, your yeah, knee one out. Injury's done. So it's like, yeah, you blow your knee out. You're done. Yeah. I mean, th- this whole thing, like this in the last like 20 years, there's been now four stories that I've just I don't want to hear about wanting to blow my head off every time I heard them. First was anything with Barry Bonds and steroids. It dominated his coverage for like six years. So annoying. Second was Brett Favre coming in and out of retirement. The comeback. Never, I know which like, three is gonna be. Shut the fuck up, dude. I already yeah. know which three is gonna be. And then Jones hates Favre. Oh yeah, I fucking hate Favre. The third was Deflate Gate. 
Yep. Like that yes. was another one that was like, but it, well, the one you said was also up there. Uh, Tebow is another Tebow, one that's, bro. Uh, that's up there. Tebow mania was but everything. He, he like wasn't, he wasn't Tebow like too. famous for as long as the other guys. So um, like household name famous. Uh, yeah. so th- those are the ones, but it's, and now this, like it's, this is approaching that territory. Cause it has been like three consecutive years. Like there's something with Le'Veon Bell going down, whether it's a suspension or an injury or uh, a contract dispute. And, you know, I understand, I understand your point, Anthony, about like him wanting to, he, he's the way he sees yeah, himself yeah, as yeah. a, a yeah, multi-purpose receiver. guy. Yep. And you want, and like, he's right. But at the end of the day, like he can be, I, I applaud him for going after that and thinking that, but like at the end of the day, you also have to turn around and be logical enough to realize that's not what you're going to get paid. You know, you're worth whatever someone's willing to pay you. And next year that could be fucking a quarter of what you just turned down because of <laughs> a myriad of reasons. So, I think you know he should have just locked up the bag and gone out and done his job. I don't think he's going to get anywhere near a fifteen yeah. million dollar offer. If he will, if he does, it won't be in a good situation. Um, so, you know, he, he took a big risk on himself, and I'll be surprised if it works out better than the situation he has in Pittsburgh right now. Yeah, and I'll leave it with this: NFL players always do this. They get pissed. They're not getting paid enough money. They take it up with the owners. Okay, I get that. NFL players need to do this. And this is what they they fail to see. They need to get the top names at the next CBA, which is coming up. Yo, you talk about this shit because the the way all this is structured, these guys can't, can't cash out like the basketball players, baseball players. And that's what they keep talking about. I heard a story the other day. Todd Gurley was telling some fucking schlub, oh, you don't want, like, uh, NBA player. Like, oh, you don't want to be an NFL player. We don't get paid. It's like, all right, well, you're fucking Todd Gurley. So next time the CBA comes up, you guys fight for this shit instead of holding out and bitching about 14.5, 15 mil when you're already a cash-trapped team. So, so, all right, give them the 16, 17, but next year you're not going to be able to sign one or two guys, which can be the defining thing to get you to a Super Bowl. That's what I hate about NFL players. Like, bro, get your 13, get your 14, fully guaranteed, and shut the fuck up. Play. You know you know what else is different? It's crazy because at the end of the day, like, the players, they'll argue for a couple more percentage points of share of revenue, but they'll never, if they ask for guaranteed contracts of any sort, never. owners will laugh, laugh in their face. Ever. And it doesn't matter because... This is how the biggest reason the NFL and, and NBA are different. The NFL people are there for the sport, for and for the team. Yep. They're not. They're not a fan of the player. They, they exactly. like. Of course, they can say they are, but they're not, because no matter who plays, they're gonna watch. Even when they had the replacement players with the Redskins in the nineties, they were more they popular than the watch. goddamn yeah. team. You think Everyone, I like Rob? You think I like Robbie Anderson? Yeah. No. You're like different. people. It doesn't. Like, they'll just tell you to kick rocks. Like the NFL owners do not give a fuck. Their franchise is going to be worth over a billion dollars no matter what you do. And there's a million talented enough guys to put on a good game of football that don't get drafted out of college. You think college football is not filled with NFL players. It's five percent NFL players. So you think that people aren't going to be entertained by by college football players wearing NFL uniforms all of a sudden like no it's going to be the same thing as college supremely exactly. popular exactly. and 
And the NBA, that's not the case. When you put scrubs on the floor, it's known. It's a noticeably lesser product. It's noticeably less exciting. The NBA pushes their players first. The star, the league's built on their stars, built on their players' names and likenesses and personalities. And that's probably I mean, part of the reason you see the NFL dealing with a lot of issues the way it does. And exactly. same with the NBA because the NBA has – because of the way they've marketed their players and built their players up, they now need their players and they need to be ha- have the players – play nice to say and you know have a good relationship with them whereas the nfl they don't give a fuck because they know no matter what you fuck kick rocks great i don't care i mean we're gonna gonna put whoever on the field and you'll watch anyways exactly perfect example for the nba the summer league i mean there's been some wildly entertaining games nobody's watching it though the championship was the other day nobody's watching it though because you're looking for the lebron james you're looking for the big players they're not in there Whereas in NFL, I mean, everybody gets so fucking wonder. Oh, preseason? Yeah, I'm going to watch this preseason. Even though it's shitty fucking stuff, you're still watching because it's football. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and also a lot of their stars, like in football, like no one's like going to the stadium like uh, um, here to see Richard Sherman. Like there's only a couple (laughs) of positions that you're going to really see like play. You know, quarterback. quarterback. Can't wait to see DeMarcus Rush or DeMarcus Ware rush the quarterback like. If it happens, great, and you see a sack, awesome, but no one's buying tickets for that shit. Yeah, like, like guys, <laughs> all right, like, you know, there's guys like us where, like, I, I truly appreciate, like, oh, fuck, look at that three technique. Oh, look at that spin move. But then the general fan is like, you know, oh, exactly. look, he got yeah. past the quarter. He got past the the, the the LT or the right tackle. So, yeah. All right, guys, that was a beautiful episode. That was fucking awesome. It was an hour and a half, but an hour and a half of amazing, great contact. I hope the listen content. I hope the listeners are still with us. I hope the listeners are listening. Let's get this right. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Twitter is bleacher underscore fan. Follow us right fucking now. Let's go, baby. I got that shit right. Instagram, Facebook. (laughs) You search bleacher fan sports, you're going to find us. Peace out, bitches. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.